Hello everyone, it's Yolanda and I want to welcome you to Reiki Radio. I am so excited by this new energy within the community since relaunching the podcast. I have some beautiful community members who are stepping up to share their stories so that we can empower each other and be of support of each other and just, you know, get us all to um, look and learn from different points of view. So it's really exciting. I hope that you enjoyed the interview last week with Matthew and we have quite a few coming up. And today we're actually speaking to a phenomenal woman named Sam who has taken her story and turned it into her power. And you're not going to believe what she has gone through and, you know, her journey has led her into this work, into Reiki, into um, really tapping into her intuition. So I hope that you learned something in this discussion today with Sam. And then if you would like to speak with her directly one-on-one, you just join us in the Seekers Circle. So as another layer to really connecting us as a community. I've created the Seeker Circle, which is on Facebook. So go to my Facebook page, Yuchi Wellness, and sign up for the Seeker Circle. And you can Facebook Live if you have any questions or just want to share with us. Sam and I will be meeting on Wednesday the 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I would love to see you there. So for now, grab your pen and let's get into the show. Okay, so we are here on Reiki Radio. Welcome everyone. I am so thankful to have our guest today. Her name is Sam. And she is a holistic health coach and also a Reiki practitioner, but she has gone through some health challenges, which she'll share with us. But the beauty in this and what I'm so excited for you all to hear about is how she really made her story, her power, and she is now inspired to help other people focus on their intuitive powers to harmonize mind, body, and spirit. So welcome to the show, Sam. Hi, Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and share my story. I know. I'm so glad to have you here, and I'm glad that we had an opportunity to meet this way. Um, For those of you listening, Sam is in our seeker circle, and I just want to let you know that she and I are going to do a Facebook Live together. Um, We have that scheduled for next week. Yeah, next week Wednesday. Next week Wednesday. So after hearing um, Sam's story, and if you want to chat with us live about the episode or just ask her any questions, be sure to join us in the Seeker Circle on Facebook so that you can talk to her directly next Wednesday. So first of all, um, you know, I always love to hear people's stories. And again, I mean, it's amazing how much you've gone through and how this work has really helped you. So can you start by telling us, you know, how did you even get into this line of work? I know you were um, starting with some coaching, but can you share what even led you here? 
So I'll start kind of from the beginning and um, my journey, my health journey, because I think that so many other healers have gone through their own um, struggles, health struggles, and that's what kind of empowers them and um, sparks that passion in them to help others. And that's exactly what happened with me. So it started at 15. I contracted Bell's palsy on the left side of my face. And for those of you who don't know what Bell's palsy is, it's paralysis on one side of the face. So my left side was paralyzed for six months. And this was a really, really rough time in my life. I was it's really the only time that I was completely depressed. I mean, of course, as a 15-year-old girl, you're so impressionable. And I was a freshman in high school. And so that was um, a pretty traumatizing time. And, of course, I just followed my doctor's recommendations. I took all of the regular steroids and antibiotics and didn't change anything else. And... Um, they told me it could be a couple days to a couple weeks, and then it ended up being six months. So wow. that, was, that was tough, um, but it was a really great lesson learned. And I look back on that as I went into um, my next years and started taking some like, food nutrition courses and kind of just started connecting the dots as to um, maybe there was something more than just Western medicine. And, you know, it, had, it really did fail me. And so I was very open at an early age to holistic healing modalities and to another approach. And so that's kind of what led me down this rabbit hole of everything health and wellness and nutrition. Um, So fast forward to 24, and I was, my hobbies were reading like nutrition books and working out and cooking really healthy recipes and sharing those with family and friends. Um, But I was still in a really high stress job and I was constantly stressed out. I was crying on my way home from work constantly and just kind of felt like trapped basically um, in the cycle I was in. And I was driving into work one day and felt a heaviness on the right side of my face and looked in the rear view mirror and I realized that the movement on that side had started to dissipate and I knew what it was immediately that it was Bell's palsy again. And I actually um, had reared off to the side of the road just before I passed out um, because it just scared me so much. It was like all my worst fears and nightmares reoccurring all over again. And all of these skeletons just like started coming back out of the closet and it was really scary, but I um, drove myself to urgent care. They verified yes you do have Bell's palsy again. Uh, And this time when they offered me the antibiotics and everything, the steroids, I said no. And I knew I wanted to go about this a completely different way. So I took a really big leap um, and I actually left that job that I was in. I quit that next couple days and they said, you can come back anytime. And I said, you know, I really just need to take this time for myself right now and heal. And they understood and So I basically delved into a ton of research and spent my time just healing my body with what it was craving, which was lots of plant-based foods, essential oils, different herbs, and um, vitamins that strengthen the nerves again. And I did a lot of yoga, uh, meditation. So within 21 days, that facial nerve was completely healed. 
And that's what really opened my eyes to the power of um, the holistic healing and what it really can do to transform your life from the inside out. So this is very interesting. I mean, you know, listening to your story around this, was it something now looking back, were you going mainly based off of what you had studied around different foods and oils and everything you were using, Mm -hmm. or were you being intuitively guided through this process? Were you already working from a space of recognizing your intuition at that point, or was it just like a gut knowing? No, so I was, I, I knew very little about intuition. I always knew, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm very, I'm an empath. I can feel emotion very easily. Always wore my emotions on my sleeve. And so from that standpoint, I knew there was that inner knowing. Um, but I also, during this time, I was just getting into books like um, The Secret and Thinking Grow Rich. And so I was starting to understand how powerful the mind really was. Right. And so I was kind of going off of a little bit of that, but then also combining it with my own intuition. And that's what really um, I knew was going to lead me to healing and success. And um, I mean, looking back at both of those episodes now, I see it as almost a gift because it was, it was really my body crying out for change in my life. Um, And I, of course, had no idea at the time why it was occurring. They couldn't give me an answer as to why this kept reoccurring. And the chances of someone getting Bell's palsy twice in their life is so, so rare. So the fact that that happened again, I knew there was some underlying reason. Well, it's really beautiful to hear that you really trusted that inner knowing and that gut feeling um, because this is something I've heard and I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to because I've even worked with several clients who have had different types of um, medical challenges that have come up mm-hmm. and have gotten to a point of really, you know, trusting themselves and I mean, just amazing, amazing stories. But when you're going through all of this initially, did you have a pretty good support system? I mean, was anyone telling you, like, no, you have to go the Western route, or was it very supportive well, at that time? Yeah. So, luckily, I have um, – it was uh, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was incredibly supportive. Um, his family was, and so were my parents. Um, so they've always been very open to kind of what I'm exploring which has right. been such a blessing um, because without their support, I could not have gone through it. But I think in the same sense, since they already realized I had experienced this once before and how traumatic it was for me the first time around, they probably didn't feel like it was really their place to give me advice on that anyway. Yeah, that's all. That's really interesting. Okay, so I know that once you went through this, and again, when we spoke before, you said this is what inspired you. I can't imagine yeah. what all that you went through really understanding the mind body spirit connection Um, because you know we all Mm -hmm. talk about that a lot in this realm but I mean you lived it in a very you know drastic way so what did you learn about that like through this whole process yeah well I would say the biggest thing is initially trusting in my intuition that was really the hardest part Um, But it was when I finally made that leap and surrendered over all my fears and my doubts that I felt instantly supported. 
So when you realize that you're not alone and that you have this team of angels and spiritual guys and God surrounding you, that is mm-hmm. cre- incredibly reassuring. And so it was really trusting that and realizing that that feeling right before the fear that sets in, that's your inner knowing and not letting the ego run the show. Um, I think that that's really, and as humans, that's going to be something that we always have to struggle with and kind of put ourselves back into check. Um, But that was really the biggest lesson I took away from it. That's so powerful too. Again, you know, it speaks to what so many of us on this journey um, have to face at some point. I mean, whether, you know, Mm -hmm. regardless of the differences in our stories or what lead us here, I think we all kind of get confronted with that space of you have got to trust and surrender because it's really, mm-hmm. um, it seems like a, a huge lesson in like having faith and trusting and tuning in more deeply to that inner knowing. So it's really, mm-hmm. um, really cool. Now you mentioned being an empath, which a lot of people are as well. Um, has mm-hmm. that played into this work? Like how has it everything that you've been doing, how has being an empath actually been a gift for you or has it been a challenging thing? Cause a lot of people struggle with being so sensitive. Yeah. So I've seen both sides of the coin with this because, mm-hmm. um, and I'll, I'll kind of start, this kind of leads into why I became a, rac- a Reiki um, practitioner in the, in the first yeah. place. So it was about, um, say February of this year, that my husband and I decided to sell my condo and move into the city. Um, well, when we did that, I didn't realize the transition and the and energy shifting that would occur. It occurred on such a bigger <laughs> level than I could have even imagined because yeah. we moved from essentially the country into downtown, into a city. And um the hustle and bustle of everything and just we've been renovating the house for months and there's been so much change and I had never felt so disconnected um, in such a long time when I was going through these initial um, stages in the past couple months. Um, And so I was seeking something because I was feeling everything. I didn't realize I had to put you know, this golden eggshell, I call it now, protection, which I always put myself in before I go out um, into the city now. But um, I was constantly absorbing others' energies and the environment, and it was, um, it put me into a pretty dark place, uh, I would say. And I was, my anxiety level was just through the roof, and I just, I couldn't, I knew something was off, and I knew something um, that I was disaligned in some way, but I just, I couldn't pinpoint it. And so I was just randomly like scrolling through my Instagram feed and I came across someone who mentioned in one of their posts that they were doing Reiki. And I was like, Reiki, what is that? And so I did like a quick Google search. And right when I read the description of what it was, I connected so deeply with it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to do this. Um, And so I searched a local Reiki practitioner, um, Reiki master, and did a couple sessions with her. And within a couple weeks after those sessions, I saw such a transformation in myself. It was literally like peeling back the layers of an onion and all of these old traumas and emotional blocks and 
um, just shadows from my past were rising and feeling all of those again, that was really tough. But when I actually allowed myself to do so, it was so cleansing at the same time. And so I basically found me again. And it was so incredible. Um, I knew that this work was so powerful. And I was like, why is this the first time I've heard of this? And I've been doing (laughs) healing. You know, I've been in this holistic world for years. And I just couldn't believe it. And um, so I knew that I was going to become a practitioner. Again, it was that inner knowing. I didn't know how or when or any of those things. I just knew. And it was crazy because I, um, again, doing just some random Google searches, found that there was a Reiki 2 certification coming up within the next month or so. And I signed up right away, like no questions. And I, it was by far one of the best decisions I've made um, in years. And I, I, I just cannot believe the transformation myself, but then also being able and just seeing all the magic in my clients' lives. And that's what is so fulfilling about it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's actually a really great segue into the work that you're doing now. But I have to say one yeah. of the things that you said, I mean, the cleansing aspect of this all. And, you know, I share a lot on the show about this with people that when we go through our healing process, it's not always the prettiest thing, you know, Mm-mm, but no. I mean, once you really tune into what is going on and understanding that it is part of the healing, we have such a deep appreciation for it because we know that there's, you know, it's serving us in some mm-hmm. way to really allow yeah. ourselves to unlayer and transform and go mm-hmm. through all of this. So I'm glad you shared that. But yeah. now here we get into this part of you, which I think is so phenomenal that you really can inspire people to make their story their power because yeah. again a lot of our life challenges um, sometimes you know we have a tendency of feeling helpless and overwhelmed and can't mm-hmm. see the light at the end of the tunnel right but here you went through yes. the challenges with the bell palsy and you started discovering all of the magic of nutrition and then you went through this empathic overwhelm and it led you to Mm -hmm. the, you know, the magic of Reiki. So how have you brought all of this in together into the work that you're doing now and sharing with other people? Yeah. So now my main focus is really on tapping my clients into their own intuitive guide. Um, Mm -hmm. And because you're, I mean, your power, that, that's where your power is. That's where you have empowerment and body peace and self-love and your personal power. And it starts, yes, with like diet and establishing that and healing your relationship with food, but then moving into other aspects of your life with your career and your relationships and your finances. And when you start to manage everything from intuition instead of your ego or what you should yeah. be doing or what society's expectations of you are and you kind of start to break free from that it is incredibly incredibly empowering and it's honestly it you start to align with exactly where you're supposed to be and things just start falling into place and it's not that constant struggle anymore it just makes sense and you have again that trust that 
you know everything's going to work out as it should, and you don't feel hopeless. And, and of course, there's going to be days. It's no one's perfect, and again, we're human. But yeah. when you have and you built that foundation um, on your intuition guiding you, it just changes everything. It really, really does. And you know, it's funny too. I wonder if you've had this experience. I've used to, um, now I've gotten more used to it, but I remember in the beginning being kind of in this state of shock when certain things would come up in my life that I would typically be stressed about and I wasn't. And I would be like, wait, am I right. broken? Am I, what's wrong? Why am I not right. freaking out about this? You know? Yeah. And it took me exactly. a while to realize like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm more balanced and mm-hmm. I'm trusting and mm-hmm. all of these things. So with the people listening, because, you know, again, so many of us go through these transitions in very similar mm-hmm. ways. What have you noticed, like any differences in your life or how you're showing up or just you as a person? Have you noticed anything oh, in yeah. particular since? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much. Um, so prior to all of this, I was a very type A. I mean, I still am type A, right? Um, mm-hmm. Career focused. Go, 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 go. Um, I was constantly worrying about something. I was always feeling overwhelmed. Like, I couldn't get enough done in the day, and I was very hard. I had um, a view on just not myself as I had to be perfect, but my relationships, my husband. I was always trying to control everything around me, and it was hindering everything. I was literally just choking myself. I mean, I, I, I just, I couldn't let anything else flourish around me and just let it be and let it blossom on its own because I was constantly constricting it. And so when I started to let go and do this really deep inner work and lead with my higher self, I honestly, I was like, wow, like I could breathe again. And that the trusting that everything was just going to fall into place. And of course, there's still times where I default back to those old ways because it was years in conditioning that led right. up to that point. Um, but it's, it's realizing that you don't have to be stuck in, in that mindset or that way or that vicious cycle that you're in. And you can break free and you can empower yourself. And once you realize that, it's like uh, just golden rays of sunshine. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it just feels so good. My outlook on life is just, it's incredible now. I love this listening to you too, because I, um, it reminds me of another thing I think is so important for all of us to hear. uh, Many of us, oddly enough, are um, brought into this work or brought into this like seeking and, you know, wanting to understand because of some kind of upset in our lives, whether it be stress, some Mm -hmm. major change, you know, health, all different things lead us here. And what happens is a lot of times we come into learning and then because of the excitement of it all, we move out of our own self-care and just focus on other people. Mm. But it sounds Mm. like you're doing both where Mm -hmm. you are still very much working on yourself. So do you have any um, tips for people or other Reiki practitioners? Well, actually, people practicing yes. anything. Do you have any tips for mm-hmm. them? What's helped oh, you? Oh, yes. 
Yeah, definitely. So I would say my self-care is now at the very top of my priority list because I cannot fill others' lives until my own bucket is full. And so some things that have not just helped me get in touch with my intuition, but have been so, they've just brought so much clarity into my own life um, are my morning rituals and ending the day in a way that's gratifying and on a soul level. And so starting the day morning ritual, this could look like journaling or free writing or meditation or just long walks in nature or reading or listening to an inspiring book or podcast or listening to your favorite music, whatever it is that gets you in alignment and makes you feel in touch again with, with yourself. And this is going to be different for everyone. And I think not beating yourself over up over not being able to meditate for 30 minutes at the very beginning of this um, and just being patient with yourself and realizing that maybe sitting and doing a classic type of meditation, maybe that's not your way of getting in touch with your inner guide, maybe cooking or again, going in long walks in nature. Maybe that's how you get in touch. So you have to do some self-exploration during this process as well and give your time, give yourself time and patience to understand it's not one size fits all and that right. there are other ways because, you know, we're all so unique. And so you just have to find what works best for you to get in touch. Yes, I love that you said gratifying on a soul level. And I think mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing to point out because a lot of times we don't even know we don't acknowledge what makes right. us feel good because we have yeah. been so conditioned to be so external, like out there outside mm. of us. And when you just even exactly. hear that, what is gratifying to you on a soul level? I hope that that mm-hmm. helps people even pause and have consideration of what that is. What does make you yeah. feel good? Um, and it goes back to even what you said a moment ago, like when you started to release the control and started to let things blossom mm-hmm. Ah, that's like mm, one of the most yes. beautiful things in this practice, right? So exactly. now that you have done this beautiful blend of, again, what you've gone through with the mind-body-spirit connection and the nutrition and the Reiki and, you know, mm-hmm. just the work that you're doing, how are you now sharing this with other people? Yeah, so now I've, I've created a revitalized body and mind eight-week course um, for clients that I do via Skype or over the phone. And again, we kind of start with nutrition and just kind of building those, that solid foundation. Because when you feel good and you're taking care of your body and nourishing it as you should, then you have the energy to do all these other things. So mm-hmm. it really starts there. And then we get into deeper work. And we focus on honoring what feels good to you. And then we do a lot of self-exploration as well, like those things I had talked about, into really just finding your inner guide and go through a lot of different exercises to help you do so. And so I have the eight-week Revitalized Body and Mind, which is an amazing um, course. That, and I also throw in some distance Reiki as well for people so they can experience that because I think right. it's such a beautiful blend. Um, and then I also do distance Reiki um, with with people and they can find all that information on my site. But then also I have a home studio 
as well that I'm doing Reiki in. And um, I think that combining these two modalities has been, it's been just such a beautiful gift for myself because so much healing has taken place. Um, but it's like, it's, it's honestly set my soul on fire. And when I'm passionate and it, you know, inspires others, to be passionate about what they're doing, and then I'm helping them find what their passion is. Because so many people come to me, and they don't even know what what it is they want to do in life, or they feel stuck somewhere, but they don't they don't understand where they're feeling stuck, or how to get realigned energetically and spiritually. And so, just combining all of those modalities and what I've learned over the years is really my main focus now to just completely balance and revitalize my clients. That's, uh, I think, too, one of the most beautiful things in this realm of this work is knowing that we don't have to do it all alone, you know? I mean, as much as, you know, it's very important for us to, you know, work on ourselves and manage our own fields, you know, and learn the tools Mm -hmm. so that we can manage it ourselves. But we all need help along the way. So it's, you know, it's so nice to know that there are people that we can connect with that help us through our own things that sometimes are too close for us to really see and Mm -hmm. having that support to work through our layers because it can be tough just like we talked about before yeah Yeah. so I think it's um, I'm always excited and it's part of the reason why even you know doing the podcast and sharing with the community is so that people doing this work whether it's just your, the beginning for you or you're deep into it, always knowing that we have support too. And there's mm. something so beautiful of knowing that there are people who understand, you know, yes, you can have exactly. support with people who understand your process. So how can mm. people learn more about you or even, you know, if they want to sign up for this course and work with you one-on-one and yeah. start digging into their layers, what's your website and yes. what's the best way to contact yeah, absolutely. So my website is samcalawart.com. So it's just my name. And then I also have an Instagram account, same. It's just Sam Calawart. Um, I'm starting, I have a Facebook uh, page that's, again, Sam Calawart. Um, but I'm also <laughs> starting a Facebook group for um, yeah. my clients called Goddess Gathering. And just a place for all of them to um, share and um, give tips and feedback, and I'll be doing tons and tons of videos and everything there as well. But just allowing them space and uh-huh. for um, for no, no judgment. Come as you are with your questions, um, with whatever it is that you have to offer as well. And I think that that's so important is to create a space for people that you you hold that space for them so that they can just grow and learn and just be completely vulnerable. And I think that that is so, so important. And that's why I seek other coaches and healers that allow me to be vulnerable with them because when I speak my truth, um, I'm empowering myself so much more. That is so true. That is so true. And it's, um, funny you say, I mean, even again, listening to you, I'm really excited around all of this because 
as you may know, I took a break from Reiki Radio for a year, and then coming back, mm-hmm. I'm so inspired to, you know, to see so much of this community as a whole growing and more people stepping forward to be support of each other. And so I'm so thankful yeah. to have you here and sharing your story around yeah. all of this. Um, another thing I wanted to check in with you, though, and just for those of you listening, um, if you uh, aren't sure about her last name, how to spell it, it's oh, K-A-L-A-W-A-R-T, but I also will have her website information in the show description, so you can find it there as well. But um, I wanted to check in with you about the distant Reiki. I love hearing mm. people's um, story around this because a lot of people wonder, like, how does that even work? How do you do that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So do you enjoy the distant work? I absolutely love the distant work. Um, yeah. It, it allows me to just really feel into my space and um, to get into the zone, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. and I think it all really allows the same for the client and yeah. they're, they feel completely safe and comfortable and at ease and they're able to relax in the comfort of their own home and they can just experience it fully, more fully. I really, I really believe than being in, you know, a new place, someone's home or at a new studio they're not familiar with because there's all these other things going through their minds, you know, that right. mind kind of takes over. So this allows them to just completely relax and experience it fully. And I've seen some incredible breakthroughs with us. I mean, it even, it just astounds me still now um, the things that really occur I mean I just had a client last week and was working on her and halfway through the session she texts me and she's like Sam I, I can't stop crying I don't know what's going on and of course I didn't see it until I was completely done but when I saw that I was like yes that is yes. exactly <laughs> what she needed that release at that time and so for yes. her to experience that even I mean it completely you know, overwhelmed her, but in an amazing way. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing and it is so powerful. Um, So I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it still, I say all the time, I mean, all of this work really amazes me, you know, session to session, day to day, the things even in my personal practice, you know, my own meditations Mm -hmm. and self-work, it's just unbelievable. And the beautiful thing is it's different all the time. It's different session to session. Like you never know what's going to come up until you really get in there and start the process. So Mm -hmm. with this, so it's a really good thing then because your whole program, mm. you're able to work with people no matter where they are in the world. Exactly. And yeah. So the way you have it structured is like you're doing one-on-one work throughout the eight weeks, but then they can stay in contact with your group. Mm. Is that the way that you're doing yes. it? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So we do one-on-one sessions, but then also throwing in Reiki as well. Um and so it is, it's just, it's an amazing combination, really, again, aligning mind, body, spirit, and it, it's such a beautiful transformation and something that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, before we go, I mean, I have to ask you this, of course, because you really have, mm-hmm. <laughs> in such a beautiful way, taken um, situations that really would stress a lot of people out and, you know, again, maybe leave them in a space of hopelessness and you've turned it into this 
power and your past and (laughs) using it Mm -hmm. all to help and inspire other people. So for people who may be in that space of, you know, whether it's medical or just transition in life, just something where they feel like they're in a space of struggle, do you have Mm. any tips for them, like a step one or just any kind of encouragement that has helped you along the way? Yeah, I would say, number one, not relying on others for Mm -hmm. your power. Um, I see that in the past. I was constantly searching for others' answers for myself. Um, So, again, looking externally um, and instead shifting that focus and that perspective to looking inwards because you are the power. And once you realize that, um, it just puts so much more in your own hands and enables mm-hmm. you to really transform yourself. And that was really the biggest thing that looking back, if I could have told myself then, Sam, you have all of the answers within yourself. You are, you are completely capable of handling this and, and just making this into such a beautiful thing for yourself. And so that's what, what I would say to those people. That is beautiful. And I think, you know, when we are in the thick of it, sometimes it's hard to see our resilience. And it's hard to really, you know, even imagine that we will come out on the other side, but we always do. But I love that you said, you know, you are the power. And that's like, I even have on my website, like you are the secret, because it really is us. And it's all of these beautiful tools like the Reiki and the intuition, like really learning, Mm. building that relationship with your intuition that start to reveal you to you. Right. And that's where the magic really starts to take off. So beautiful. Yeah. So one last thing, since it is Reiki Mm -hmm. Radio, (laughs) Um, Do you have any particular tips for people within the Reiki practice? Was there something that really helped you in your practice of Reiki? Because, you know, Mm, as you may have experienced, people have some doubt sometimes if they're even doing it correctly or, you know, the things that come up around that. Yeah. What would you share? Yeah. I would say get um, put a support group around yourself. So if, if you don't have any other Reiki practitioners in your community, then finding resources like this podcast and following others online that are doing the same thing, um, I, that for me was huge in my growth in the beginning. And yeah. if you can find those women, because um, what I found was I started just put it, putting myself out there and I started going to different Reiki shares and meeting with Reiki, other Reiki practitioners one-on-one and sharing my story and just getting inspiration from them. Um, the Reiki share itself is, I think, so amazing because you get to see how other um, practitioners, just different techniques you, you pick up, yes. and um, which is really cool. And um, But again, not putting pressure on yourself. Because I think a lot of times, again, that ego can get in the way and say, well, I'm not doing this right, or I don't think I'm feeling anything. Instead of letting your mind go there, just trusting, trusting yourself and just letting Reiki guide you um, into what intuitively feels best for you and for your client. No, that's beautiful. That's perfect. And the beauty in this, I think once we really do start to practice our practice, we um, settle into 
our unique way. And again, yes, going back to the exactly. intuitive, you know, guidance and trusting, because it doesn't look exactly the same for all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. the foundation is the same, but, you know, we all have mm-hmm. this beautiful uniqueness about us and you discover yeah. so much about yourself in the process. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Really yeah. Is. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting now I'm thinking, I feel um, inspired to even say to people, if you've even been questioning on your path, like making a move, because sometimes we get stuck in the thought process Mm -hmm. and don't Mm -hmm. quite like just jump and say yes, even when our heart is like calling, like, yes, this feels right. This feels resonant. If you are in a space where you are ready for change or ready for that next level or that next phase, you know, listen to that, listen to it and, you know, join us. So and, again, yes, and, and realize, yeah, that you're, you're going to be supported in that and you have, yeah. you know, your angels and your guides, you're not alone. And ever. so, yeah, no, you're not. Nope. Not ever. And you can, um, again, look down in the show description or go to samcalawart.com. It's K-A-L-A-W-A-R-T. But I'm really looking forward to our Facebook Live as well. So you can speak to her directly. Write down your questions now. (laughs) Anything that she's shared (laughs) that you want to ask about. Um, We are doing our Facebook Live next Wednesday. And you can join us in the Seeker Circle. If you go to Facebook, go to my um, uh, Facebook page, Yuchi Wellness, and you will see a way to access the Seeker Circle. And we will see you there. So, Sam, I'm so thankful that you came on today. Um, yeah. Are there any thank last you so words? much for having me? Yeah, no. Is there any last thing that you want to share that maybe we didn't touch on before we go? No, really just that you need to do what feels best for you. Um, right. And, and lead, lead with that inner light and realize again that it won't happen overnight. So give yourself patience, um, but just (laughs) trusting that you'll get there. Uh, It's definitely an ongoing process. It never ends. Like we're constantly unlayering. So again, Mm -hmm. I thank you so much for being a part of this community, Sam, and for coming on to share your story. And we will see all of you next week. And that's it for today. Remember to always journey in love. Goodbye. All right. Bye, Yolanda. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.